Why are the episodes coming out, but the updates are not being updated? Yeah. What is like, going this is on? the only reason I listen to this show. God damn it. I can't even update it. I mean, how What's am I supposed going on? to? Yeah, I need the bar graph to be updated so I understand the ratio. <laughs> Last week's gifts were weak. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. You're welcome, Trailer Park Podcast. Nathan, worried or excited? I'm excited. Daniel, it's a horror movie. Worried or excited? God damn it, I will kill myself. Worried. Are you worried or excited? An invitation for rigid and spastic penetration. You seem satisfied. Affirmative. The trailer made me emotional. Real lumpy flesh dragger. Raising awareness of a masturbation addiction. Don't get it on my territory. I can't stand seeing someone do it worse. Oh my god, here it comes. Here it comes. It's so Uh wet. Oh my god, it's coming! Oh, Canada, our home and native land, true patriot love in all thy sons' command. Daniel, welcome to Trailer Park Podcast, episode 82. Nathan, thank you for having me on this most special of special days. That's right, folks. It's Canada Day, and we've brought with us Amanda. Hello. Chelsea. Hi. And Fuckface. Mm-hmm. It's the intern. It's the intern. That's right. He uh, is a Canadian. He deserves even respect just for that. For actually, today. that's a good point. Intern, I, ap- I apologize. Please uh, take, so, take the floor and say, say hello. Uh, say hello. So Canadian of you to apologize like that. Eh? Mm, yeah, I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so sorry. sorry. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) So, Daniel, in the intro, when you say, I don't like it when people get in on my territory, it kind of sounds, in context with the intro, that your territory is masturbation addiction. Well, no, you you devised that context yourself. (laughs) You built that. Uh, Well, the the producers of Sad Sack Studio put the intro together. I don't know. We'd have to maybe Skype them in or, or maybe send them a memo and get some feedback from them about that. Do you, do you want me to own that? Do you want to begin the show on Canada Day talking about <laughs> masturbation, Nathan? It's one of our nation's largest epidemics. Mm. <laughs> well, did you want to did you want to talk oh, about well, the I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Did, sorry. You, did you want to talk about the profane uh Canada Day picture that you shared with us earlier today? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Uh, the one with the giant Canada dildo and the <gasps> sexual implications. That was Mr. Canada. You're going to sit there and say you don't want to talk about masturbation and get all self-righteous? Is that what we're going to do here? I sent you a picture of a man who was so incredibly Canadian, so incredibly patriotic, <laughs> that he was sexually aroused and ejaculated a Canadian flag. All right. Well, um, well that's not pride. I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Canada. This sounds like a great lead into the sexual position for episode 82. Daniel, please enlighten us. Mm, 82 is sensual. I feel like the last few have been very forceful. This one, you're going to want to take your partner. Uh, Let's go with a male-female situation just for the sake of the example. Um, You're going to want to be sitting Indian style on the bed if you're the male. The female, of course, will mount you on top. You'll fully penetrate as deep as possible and not without moving. Stare at each other in the eyes, and coitus cannot end until both of you have come. No moving. <laughs> Cannot break eye contact. Uh, put it like it's because it's in uh, Canadian Independence Day. Uh, put it in a patriotic context. Uh, let's say, what is that, 82? The female is the eight. Looks like boobs. Let's make that Canada. Um, 
because it's also going to be July 4th soon for America. Let's make the two America the man. Um, so 82 is about America and Canada loving each other. Yeah. So intimately. Yeah. I feel like there's been some bitterness lately. Moving. And I want, I want America and Canada to embrace in a deep, unspastic, loving 82. <laughs> no moving. No breaking eye contact. <sighs> Maximum coming. Uh, Stare down coming. 82. I love true facts. <laughs> I love facts. <laughs> I, lo- I love true facts. You guys love facts. Back me. I love facts. I only want true facts. I love fuckers. I love facts. You two fuck faces need to give me some fucking facts now. <laughs> In turn, give me some facts. Back blast me. Fuck me. I'm gonna fact you all over your face. <laughs> Blast with facts. Uh, for true facts tonight, ladies and gentlemen, uh, did you know that smearing a small amount of dog feces on an insect bite will relieve the itching and swelling? I think that's an old wives' tale. By causing a massive infection. <laughs> <laughs> What's your source? Source material. I heard you can also eat it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I remember where I recently wh- heard of a game called Poo Dollar. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you go to like a bar, like a like a public place, like a you know the place with the patio, and you uh, place a dollar or some increment of money under a piece of poo, and and you know just sort of document and see how long it takes for someone to pick it up, and then just see how they pick it up, and Brutal. you know just sort of watch watch Where'd, the whole sadness happen. It's called poo dollar. Where do you get the poo from? Well, I mean, I figure if you have, you know, I have a oh. dog. I've got plenty of poo. You can so create that yourself. I can bring well, or you can poop in a bag. I guess if you're intern. Yeah, it's a Just game that, on the dollar. Yeah, it's a game that we rich we like to go to poor neighborhoods and play this game. <laughs> I, I only do it with hundies. You just do it yeah. Uh, anywhere. Yeah, why don't you choose higher than a dollar? Because that's all it takes. <laughs> I've also I've also heard that you can actually shape the feces into a knife and uh, and kill things with it if you're stranded in the in, in a cold environment. Absolutely. Yeah. Multitasking. Um. Uh, true fact number two: female kangaroos have three vaginas. Uh. But how many intergluteal clefts? Hmm. <laughs> this is a very Any important question. question. Well, <laughs> you also have to wonder. Do they have three uteruses? Can they give birth to three babies at the same time? But why three? How many penises do the males have? Seven. Hmm. That would be interesting. Why three vaginas? Why not two? Like, you're already the freak of nature with two. (laughs) Why bump it to three? So you can uh, get maximum effort. Maybe. Maximum coming. I don't know. It's a teepee. Just clip city tonight, intern. Just warning you. Yeah. Max vaginum. Triple penetration. No. Okay. What's 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 this here? What's this? Real TPP. Is that real? What's your source? What is it? That, that can't be a fucking fact. <laughs> Kangaroos have three vaginas. Get the fuck out of here. What does Triple it have to do with eighty-two? Nothing. Nothing. No. No. But Sad Sack said, you know, they came down and said, we're not focusing on numbers as much anymore. We're just going rogue. So, <laughs> rogue. You know, number. Th- I mean, I got another one here for you. Nearly three percent of the ice in the Antarctic glaciers is penguin urine. That's fact that's an that's an extrapolation true fact estimate at best true fact three percent penguin urine deal with it also (laughs) also polar bears 
get this, get this. Polar bears <laughs> can eat as many as 86 penguins <gasps> in a single setting. Mm-hmm. 86 oh, was penguins. It like a hot dog eating contest? Yeah. But with penguins? Absolutely. And polar bears are also 3% penguin urine. <laughs> and why isn't there a hockey team named with, with the polar bear moniker, right? That's stupid. Polar bears can't ice skate. The Philadelphia polar bears. <laughs> <sighs> That's not a thing. I feel like they should, though. I feel like hockey teams didn't go after enough winter Ice animals themed? before just resorting to inanimate objects and also <laughs> abstract ideas. Winnipeg actually has polar bears in it. Really? Yeah. Winter pig? Manasnoba? Yeah. All the, polar bears in it. Yeah. In the zoo? What are you talking about? No, no. They don't have zoos in Winnipeg. <laughs> they only have igloos. They just have nature. And maple syrup. How about, how about Kansas City kangaroos? They could have a picture of a vagina on there. Three of them. On there. <laughs> Stacked one over the other. One long clit that connects them all. Jesus. Kansas City <laughs> trigenas. No. Trigenas. <laughs> Can we get some feedback on the first one tonight, though? Can you guys save a little bit of Roxy's poop and just, just give it a shot? See if it does. Not, not leave it there. Just smear a little bit to see if the insect bite uh, stops itching. Oh, I thought uh, you wanted me to play poo dollar in the neighborhood. Wash it, I'm going to save it up. You guys should come up here in uh, winter so I can uh, shit knife stab you. Let's see my collection. I will play poo dollar. I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that I will do. We can't do it with a dollar, though, because our dollar is a coin. Yeah, we have to play, <laughs> we'll play poony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you could do it. Uh, you just got to wedge it. it in the poo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stick it out. All right. Just a little bit. A little cherry on top of a Sunday. <laughs> All right, Daniel. Uh, no grab bag tonight. Time for the Q&A. Mm. Daniel, there are some really important questions that Nathan needs to ask you. been a while absolutely um so in honor of one of the movies in our lineup tonight being inspired by shakespeare we will be playing a game inspired by the bard called how now intern how now uh amanda i'm going to be sending uh something through the chat here for you to say to the intern okay oh how now intern were I thee, I'd throw away myself. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> what is this? Why do you sound sexually aroused, intern? Uh, Daniel, you're, you're, you're up next, Daniel. How now, intern? <laughs> Methinks thou art a general offense, and every man should beat thee. Indeed. Um, Chelsea? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> How now, intern? Thou art a boil, a plague sore. Away with thee, inch. No. <laughs> Let me go again. How now, intern? Thou art a boil, a plague sore. Away, you three-inch fool. Oh. Oh. That's generous. I don't know. Give it to me. Penis size. <laughs> uh. Okay. And and mine. Uh. That's been given to me by the producers of Sad Sack Studios is. How now, intern? I must tell you friendly in your ear 
sell when you can. You are not for all markets. What? Aww. I'm for everyone. Mm-hmm. He's saying you're a niche flavor and you're the best. Little boys you- and girls all over. Yeah. Oh, and they prepared one for you in retort. How now? You speak an infinite deal of nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that could, that sums up TPP. Pretty much. Pretty much. And next up on the Q&A tonight is Canada Day Trivia. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. Number one. I've been studying. Uh, who had Thanksgiving first, America or Canada? Oh, oh. Uh, Chelsea? Canada. Oh, that's right. Canada did. In 1578 in Newfoundland, USA first did Thanksgiving in 1621. So real Thanksgiving is in October. Bitch. Yeah, it took us a while to kill back that many savages. <laughs> oh, shit. Beat us to it. Uh, number two, who made the first UFO landing pad? America or Canada? <laughs> Definitely Canada. That's right, Daniel. Canada did in 1967 in St. Paul, Alberta. First country to do it, actually. I think uh, Hawaii has one. <laughs> Copiers. Uh, where did Europeans settle first, America or Canada? It's uh, got to be out east in, in Canada. That's right, intern. Canada. <laughs> Vikings in 1000 AD. What is it? Those are your people. After death. Yeah. Well, actually, those are Daniel's people. Yeah, those are Norwegians. Well, since they, they rode over in the first available piece of land, which would be the easternmost, which I think is Canadian. So, absolutely. Hey. Northeastern. Why are you trivializing? They weren't like on their way to America. We're like, no, whoa, 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 whoa. We heard Canada was dope. <laughs> They're like, where's California? I want sunshine and gold. <laughs> uh, who has better chocolate bars, America or Canada? Oh, I know this one. Switzerland. Belgium. <laughs> Canada. Uh, well, obviously. Oh, Europe somewhere. Obviously, Canada. Uh, Caramilk, Arrow, Coffee Crisp, Crispy Crunch, Eat More, Big Turk. That is all. So Nestle? Turk. Yeah, they're all Nestle products. <laughs> <laughs> Nestle actually is buying our fresh water sources. So mm-hmm. that's concerning. Mm-hmm. Soon they'll rule the world. Who invented the Wonder Bra? America or Canada? The over-the-shoulder boulder holder? <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence? <laughs> the over-the-shoulder boulder holder. <laughs> yes, the underwire bra that supports many a large mammary. Mm. Uh, uh, well, Canada did. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. I mean, the trend. That's right. Canada did. And not not to mention our summer days are longer. We have better sports trophies. Ketchup is better here. Bacon is better here. And poutine. You could have just said poutine. Is bacon, is bacon better there? I feel like it was the same. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the pigs are juicier. No, bacon has... We just force feed our pig's maple syrup. So it's like what? sweeter. They don't have to. It's not after. They're not marinated after the right. Fact. It's, no, it's already in the pig. Right, so pre yeah. and post. Yeah, they are kept an inch from death on maple syrup poisoning. I feel like when we were in Canada, all we ate was breakfast. That's yeah. all we ate. Yeah, so and there. we didn't take you really anywhere. Well, it's because after breakfast, it's a good time for alcohol. That's right. That's true. It was such a yeah. big, beautiful breakfast that it was like I think we're good till eight o'clock. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just sleep the rest breakfast. of the afternoon. Yeah, I, I remember from noon to nine. I remember having a standoff with coffee. Oh, with Daniel not knowing how to make the coffee. No, with both of us um, saying that we like our coffee black. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all being dickheads for three days. I forgot about, <laughs> that. I forgot about that horrible three day. Yeah. 
All right, who wants to get jacked up for tonight's lineup? Which, uh, what uh, I mean, early reviews say that it could be the greatest lineup. I don't know. That we've Ooh, ever I had. I was there for the last one, and I don't think it can be beaten. I Hey, I appreciate that. But tonight we had feedback from the CEO of Sad Sack. Uh, there is a bit of a uh, um, dispute over the headliner. But the CEO rules are rules all. So um, tonight there will be a CEO headliner and a producer um, final trailer. Oh, the bookend, the bookend battle. <laughs> yeah. The bookend battle. Can that be a new thing? Uh, we well, I can give you a battle cry for tonight's episode. Are you ready? Is it going to be a real one this time? Yes. Is it calming? Is a real battle? Yeah. Cry. A real calm. A real battle cry. Stand on guard for thee. I feel like Sad Sack has lost its way. <laughs> Canada. Where, I thought it was going to be beavers. Where's the calm? Right. That That's a Canadian calm. What is it? Norway Day? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was like three, <laughs> three shirtless Mounties. Yeah. Calling is a Scandinavian tradition, intern. It it doesn't get played on Canada Day. But, but that's the real battle cry. Okay. Wow. I'll tell you what the real battle cry is. Hey, Jake! Hey, hey, Jake! Hey, Jake! Yeah. Uh, so our headliner tonight, everyone, is War for the Planet of the Apes. Caesar. War for the Planet of the Apes. Here we go. this moment. The irony is we created you. And nature has been punishing us ever since. This is our last stand. 
if we lose. It will be a planet of apes. Nathan? Worried or excited? Well, I have to say that it's the final war or final planet of the apes movie right like this is the end of the caesar trilogy so and i and i can't say i didn't like the other movies i but i also can't say that i get up for them either i mean they look fine i like woody harrelson the the special effects continue to you know get better and better and impress me quite a bit especially the the facial features of the apes look very significant and do you know that it's just supposed to be a trilogy uh, well, I know that there were a lot of original movies, but uh, I've I've heard that the um, I don't know the voiceover or the tagline in one of the other trailers say that it's the final movie in the Caesar trilogy. So that's where I'm getting that from. So Caesar dies. It won't be the last ape movie, Planet of the Apes movie. It'll just be the last Caesar. Like they could spin it again, couldn't uh, they? Potentially. I, I think that it may be time to put this franchise to bed for a while, though. I'm going to be a fuddy-duddy and say I'm... Well, just because I, I'm, I'm not... I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine, but I'm just not that um, jacked up. So I'm going to say I'm worried. But what about the battle cry? <clears throat> Didn't that jack you up? The battle cry did jack me up. It's Canada Day, and I feel very patriotic. It's mm. that this is... Uh, is this even taking place in Canada? Yeah. This what is if about apes took over Canada, Nathan. This War is for the Canada of the apes. World domination. This is we're oh. talking about the planet. Everything. Everybody knows that everything revolves around the United States. So this is taking place in the United States. And if apes took over the United States, then that's fine. They can do that, and we'll stay over here, and the apes can have it. Haven't you seen the original Planet of the Apes? That's not how this goes down. Yeah, the apes go for everything. They go for everything. All right. Yeah, it's not like Outbreak. It ends at the Canadian border. <laughs> um well you know what i'll I'll believe it when i see it if if the apes come over here you know what canada would do they would be like hey i mean i mean look at it the americans are the aggressors in this movie we just have an ice hockey tournament and destroy them i would just invite the apes in and say hey come in have a coffee you know sit down at my at my at my dining table with me share on our chesterfield libation here's a toque a classic canadian toque yeah and they take your gifts and they drink coffee with you and then they go and grab your baby by the ankles and bash it to death and eat it because they're <laughs> freak hybrids of humans and apes that will use Plus, the worst of both of ourselves to eat you alive that's why i'm worried because i'm terrified of apes no <laughs> <laughs> uh no I'm, I'm actually excited because i just want this to co- to complete itself and so i want it i don't want to brag on it it doesn't look really as go get them as the previous two did i will admit that but uh, I'm glad that it's going to be a trilogy. We don't need another one after this. We can close it off. It's a bizarro sci-fi series. They rebooted it in a more faithful way than I ever thought they would. So I just give it a lot of credit for doing that and completing itself. That said, do they address the closing of the time loop? That's what makes the original Planet of the Apes uh, quintology so fascinating is that the first movie is he goes there oh my god it's a planet of the apes buried statue of liberty uh freak out credits the second movie they send a rescue team to go after charlton heston 
they discover a cult that forms worshiping a nuclear weapon and a bunch of crazy shit goes down. In the third movie, the apes take the, the spaceship that the rescuers came in, fix it and go back to Earth. And then they become enslaved and bred to be like server monkeys. And then they grow in numbers and eventually revolt, take over and that becomes the Earth from the first movie. Like, there's a closed time loop. Does this movie get that intelligent? We'll find out. No. For that reason. It won't. <laughs> it's not about that at all. It's like, current day movies are about taking things from the origin and laying them out in sequential order for everyone to just sort of... Here it is. Nice and simple. Yeah. Consumable. It blasts at your face. As Amanda would say. It's a face blaster. It is. And to be honest, <laughs> the second movie, I fell asleep during. And it was supposed to be epic, wasn't it? I don't even I know what it. happened. You liked it? You know who's in of it? Of course you Carrie did, Russell. Andrew. Who's that? Felicity? A, a TV actress? Yeah. <laughs> you mean that Russian spy? The Americans? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I well, like her. You mean that traitor? That traitorous bitch. That's exactly why I like her. Fucking bitch. Two-Face. Yeah, just watching these movies makes me want to go back and... Seeing the trailer for these movies makes me want to go back and just watch the original movies. So I'm going to say I'm worried just because there's no possible way that they're going to conclude this in any sort of meaningful or shocking or... I don't know. Yeah, the best reboot was the Mark was, was the was the Mark Mark Wahlberg. Fuck off! That was terrible. No, the Mark Wahlberg Tim Burton rendition was probably the best Planet uh, of the Apes movie. No, absolutely not. It's, <laughs> I actually didn't mind that one. Come on, Andrew. It is a sacrilege. You know, it was yeah. unwatchable. It wasn't only bad; it was unwatchable. And not just being dramatic about it. The whole point is that the apes can talk and the humans can't. And in the remake, everyone gets to talk. Yeah. That's more realistic. I mean, fucking bullshit, right? I mean, fuck. Not to mention that these movies will not age well. I don't know. I think that the the first we rose, we rose together. Then we witnessed Dawn. And now we're going to all war over how, how good this series is. No. No. That's not even addressing my comment about timelessness at Andy all. Andy Circus is timeless. No. The CGI is going to age poorly. I don't think so. That makes sense. Maybe in the first one, maybe in Rise, but these right. Other well, ones of are course, good. of course, you would say they're good now, but in twenty years, your kid is gonna be like, "The fuck?" They're is gonna this? be like, "We have actual live talking monkeys. <laughs> what the fuck is this?" Yeah, we just genetically create movie props now. <laughs> that's that's probably true. We need Amanda to weigh in on this. Oh, um, it's uh, it's interesting because I don't know that I've ever seen a single Planet of the Ape movie, old, new, Mark Wahlberg, or otherwise. <laughs> what? Start to finish. Oh, I haven't. You don't know what you've started. <laughs> uh, well, okay, I know, I know, and it's it's embarrassing. It's one of those like, oh, you've never seen The Godfather. Oh God, I'm so embarrassed. Tomorrow's Planet of the Ape Sunday over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Wait a minute. Did you just say you've never seen The Godfather? I've seen most of it. But also, as the <gasps> CEO pushing this as the headliner, you haven't even seen the first two? <laughs> I say, oh, I've seen most of the first one with <laughs> with old Franco. With, 
With old Franco. James Franco. I've seen most of it. Well, I just pushed it as the headliner as the CEO of this company because <laughs> I feel like it will be the most commercially successful. And so we have to put it in its rightful slot as yeah. a blockbuster. That's can, really Can weird. I just try also, to convince you I just you here? love Woody Harrelson. I'm Woody Harrelson excited. <laughs> yes. You're just going to watch this one. Only this one. Watch this one. Out of order, no context. This movie. (laughs) Get in it. (laughs) Intern? This is from the director that brought us The Paul Bear. Mm. Five episodes of Felicity. Cloverfield. Let Me In. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. And he will be directing The Batman. Hmm. What's The Batman? How can you not be excited? What the fuck? You just listed off a list of terrible things. I'm so excited. This should be a tragedy, but I think that this is the only thing that this guy's probably good at directing is this Planet of the Apes. And well, uh, there's no acting in it. I really liked it. the first two. It's just CGI bullshit. The whole fucking movie is just CGI. I like the Caesar trilogy. Ugh, I'm excited for more you. Caesar. I also do want him to die so that they can actually close this Caesar trilogy. Yeah, it's a political gory using apes. It's beautiful. Harrelson to kill him. Because humans are the top of the food chain and always will be no. until we are extinct. Okay. An, an, allegory, if, an allegory that you'll be educated about tomorrow, Amanda, um, on Planet of the Apes Sunday. If we win this war, then that just opens this movie up to another trilogy trying to yeah. just claw its way back to the first Planet of the Apes movie. Finally. Desperately seeking. And it'll only take seven years. All right, income Mike Dave's excited. Well, he obviously has an erection for this movie. A marginal. Oh, I I would have uh, a, a marginal erection. <laughs> <laughs> Trailer two tonight, uh, Daniel, is a movie inspired by William Shakespeare. Uh, it isn't necessarily a Shakespearean film or a movie made off of a Shakespearean play, but it is inspired by... And the title is Lady Macbeth. You love Macbeth. Yeah, you do. I love this movie. <laughs> this is way too sexy right now, Amanda. <laughs> Restless if she's tied up too long. She was, sir. Was what? 
tied up too long. Sit back down. No, sit me down. Through hell and high water, I will follow you. Sebastian! To the cross. <gasps> to the prison. She's a disease. To the grave. To the sky. I'd rather stop you breathing than have you doubt how I feel. It won't end unless you let it. <laughs> Amanda, worried or excited? I am very excited. I've seen another trailer. Um... And this one, uh, this one seems to have a lot of quote persuasion in it. The other one that I saw had less of that. And it's very, it's just very compelling. I want to know what she's doing, what her long game is. I am super intrigued by this character. And um, for once on this show, might actually go see one of these movies. <laughs> Excited. <laughs> come on, come on. You're going to go see Baby Driver. That's not true. That's true. That's true. I'll come in behind that. There's, I'm actually hoping that my feeling is that is correct in that I feel like maybe this is sort of a weak trailer for a stronger movie. That's what I'm hoping is the case because it seems dark. I like a lot of the shots they're doing. Uh, you can definitely tell that they're setting up the main female character, which I, you know, Lady Macbeth, uh, to take a lot of abuse for which she can exact her elaborate and cruel revenge. So really banking on a lot of assumptions that I'm making here because I don't really feel all that compelled by this trailer. So I'm going on the idea of excited. All right. I feel like I need to step in Do on you? this um, just because uh, I feel like I'm, I'm getting some low blows, uh, taking some shots at the, at the producer of the show. The quality of the trailer is I, not on point again. Well, they, they're making references to the United States trailer, and this is a United Kingdom trailer, and I thought that this trailer was a little bit more mysterious and left some of the meat of the matter in the darkness. Can you fill us in on the in meat the, of the matter? In the I, dark. Describe that. In the dark, powerful, stunning, and original mis- mystery of this movie. Yeah, but it looks like it's just a rom-com with a lot of stills of her no. getting her corset tied no. up. So. She's sold to someone. She doesn't love him. She starts cheating on him with the with the uh, with the fellow she sees in in the field. Right, stable the first guy boy. she sees. The stable boy. Right. She pounds him out, and he. Uh, husband finds out about it. She apparently p- possibly makes the husband disappear. The father of the what? husband gets uh, involved and starts taking it out on the stable boy. Creates some tension. And uh, there's, uh, yeah, like some dark... That's why they call it Lady Macbeth, I think, because she's sinister and she's up to no and good. Is, she should be, like, coordinating it, though. She should be convincing the stable boy that, well, she, that he needs to kill her husband. Yes. I think she it did. Will. He was the one with the shovel in his hand in the forest. Were you paying attention okay, to this so United Kingdom trailer? Can I jump in here? Because I'm excited for the latter part of this movie. I'm excited too. I'm not as excited maybe for the lead up and for the, you know, a girl in an unfortunate circumstance falls in love with the first guy that's nice to her. and Yeah, the, the, the editing needs to be aggressive in the first half or it's going to be... <laughs> 
I don't know if I'll make it. Well, why are you saying? Why are you saying first half? Why is everybody saying half? What if it's like it's a, re- it's a revenge movie? The best parts yes. in the U.S. second yeah, half. Yeah, yeah. Thirty so, minutes. I'll say I'm excited, like Daniel, for the portion of the movie that she kills her husband and I don't know orchestrates. Okay, Nathan's making hand gestures at me while I'm speaking, which is on, all as always is a good choice. It was on me. It was on me. Oh, my volumes, my levels. It was on the game, though. I'm worried. Nathan, <laughs> or no, I'm excited. Nathan's excited. <laughs> Andrew, what are you? I feel like that this <laughs> is a horror movie. I feel like this should be the third trailer. It's an hour and 30 minutes, an hour and 29 minutes, and it's hiding all the horrors that are about to happen. It better be. This look, look, it's trailer a- reminds me of a lot of horror trailers that we've seen sure in the 82 episodes sure but but how 81. can you not be excited when it says drama but yeah. you can just feel the horror that's about to happen Look, you've changed andrew it's it's repentance right i mean emoji movie was the fulcrum in 81 i had um, i had to give it a dark twist right that was a catastrophe i'm taking credit for amanda's decision which decision Lady Macbeth. The CEO chose Lady Macbeth. I did. Lady Macbeth is something to get excited about. So yeah. let's all be excited. I will need a scene, of course, in the movie where she can't get blood off her hands. That's nece- necessary. <clears throat> That's bound referring, to happen. Referring to the famous speech from Macbeth about not being able to get blood off of her hands, correct? Right, because as far as we can tell, that is the only link to the actual play. If it if it were done, then twere well it were done quickly. Mm. Well, that was an actual line yes. from Macbeth. That was an actual line from Macbeth. I want credit. Mm. <laughs> Why is there no rating on this movie? I don't know. Ask Ivan. He's British. All right. Trailer number three is the fulcrum tonight. Uh, last episode, we played around with the idea of doing something horrifying instead of from the horror genre. And tonight, we're going to pander to my cousin Daniel because we want to uh, apologize and and try to heal that wound. Uh, there was punishment involved and it didn't feel very good. Uh, tonight is Death Note. Mm. Should I rub dog shit in that wound? Wow. I think you should just shit stab him. Death Note. Here we go. All the people that make life miserable. Make life dangerous. What if we can change things? Crazy enough. We could change the world. 
The killer has taken credit for over 400 deaths. Although we do not know how he kills his victims, we do know he's not some omnipotent force. He's a person, like you or me. You're the one who flew into the sun. I'm just here to make sure you burn. We're not the good guys anymore. Oh, do you know what you're doing? I promise you, you will not survive. they want is a god so let's give it to them okay daniel are you worried or excited about death note hmm this was not taking the dark tone of this whole plot television show movie that i was hoping that it would it does go further than i the japanese version is just super corny the live action that they made off of the animated show that this is based upon this looks a little young adult mm-hmm. feels very hunger gamesy yeah it's more young adult than i want which is ultimately what's going to kill it for me well it's just the guy they cast as <clears throat> light Paper. Why did they fucking cast that guy? Paper Towns boy? Is that Paper Towns boy? Yeah, he looks just kind of like generic and douchey. Yeah. And the girl that she's with looks like some sort of case stew ripoff. Well, that's the girl from The Leftovers, Daniel. Yeah. And I assume that like the black guy in the ninja mask is supposed to be that like weirdo Asian. L. The guy from Get Out. Right? It's L. I yeah. don't know anything about Death Note. Like I'm an actual blank slate. Because it's it's a cool concept only because the they go into the concept so deeply. Like on the surface, it's just a death god gets bored. He has a notebook that he writes names in. Those people always die. And he every once in a while, every thousand years or so, he drops his notebook onto Earth and just sees what kind of chaos will ensue. And he hangs out with the person that picks it up. But the show goes deep into it. It goes from him using it to like get a revenge kill on a bully to like starting to turn into a political revolution and then into becoming like a weird demigod. And I feel like that's tough to capture in a single live action movie. It looks like they try though. So I want to give them some sort of credit, but I'm ultimately worried, but hoping I'm wrong. And (laughs) and the death, the death God is Willem. Yeah. His voice is perfect. Actually, he looks quite cool. Yeah. He does look pretty cool. And that's a perfect voice casting. And I hope that they do some of the cool shit that, that, comes up in the show which is just the boy having to engage in like everyday life and the demon always just being there lurking <laughs> but only he could see him it some makes nice for like some, makes for beautiful like shot setups yeah there's, yeah i was about to say there's some nice shots in this trailer some really nice appealing cinematography going on yeah i hope i'm wrong on this but I, it's, it's tough to know i can't wow. i can't can't reach across the wow. aisle this is why you get things like emoji movie mm-hmm. <laughs> well i also watched the show probably when I was a young girl. And the thing that made it cool was not really the concept. It was like the psychological battle between like the two main characters. Yeah, that's what picked it up after like a a dozen or so episodes. It became all about them. All about them and about 
because they're both quite intelligent and um, it's about, I guess, light trying to kill this detective that's on to him. But he can't because he needs a name and the guy doesn't operate under a name. So in any event, I agree with Daniel. It's probably going to be tough to capture that sort of like intense psychological warfare in a hour and a half movie. But I'm actually going to go excited because I'm feeling a bit fangirlish tonight. Mm -hmm. And it might, you know, spark something that makes me want to go back and watch maybe the original series or maybe it's really good. Although I have no fucking idea why he tells his girlfriend because that whole relationship seems unnecessary. Right. What a liability. (laughs) Seth put her name in there. You're you're talking about the lamp? The lamp. She's a lamp and she's not in the original screen. I don't know, uh, TV show at all. She's a leftover? (laughs) 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 Nathan? I'm excited. Looks great. Yeah, knowing nothing about it? I know nothing about Death Note. (laughs) Never read the comics. uh, Never watched the TV show. I don't know anything about it. And uh, I think it looks fantastic. I'm I'm jacked. Really? I mean, Paper Town's boy is... uh, He's not dark enough. Not really offensive to me either. I mean, I figured this was just made based on some sort of Jap animation, and he's made to look like that because that's... I mean, they all look like pussies, right? Okay, what is it with the (laughs) highlights? Like the frosted... Yeah. Tips. Yeah, the frosted tips. <laughs> Pussies. Yeah. Yeah, they all look like, uh, you know, their mouths move too um, too much for what they're saying, and, and they run funny, and, and they look like pussies. That's what, that's what it is. I'm excited. Is is Elle really the guy from um, that horror movie? Oh. Get Out. Get uh, Out? Get Out guy? I don't know. He's the, not the main character. He's oh, the, yeah. Because I was like, that's not the same person, I don't think. He's the guy in the uh, the straw hat at the dinner party? Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. It's that makes more bleeding. sense. I think he's well cast. I Amanda. think he looks badass. Amanda, get jacked with us Let's about Death Note. Come on. Come on, Amanda. Um, I actually randomly think I've seen like a couple of episodes of the original animated series. Um, don't remember a whole lot about it other than the, you know, just big picture idea. Uh, the kid looks like a pussy and he looks like he's probably obnoxious too much of that for me to want to watch it, but it is super short. So maybe it'd be okay if it's fast paced enough. And, but then are you really going to capture the tension and the psychological part of it? I don't know. Worried. How short is it? I don't know. (laughs) I thought somebody said it was an hour and a half. No, he was talking about Lady Macbeth. Oh. Intern? Death Note is, uh, I don't even know if it has the running time on here. Intern, why don't you uh, entertain everyone with your charismatic personality while I try to find out how long this is? So I've been pretty excited about a lot of Netflix movies recently. Okja. 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 Okja is probably the best movie I've seen this year. What? Really? Yeah. (laughs) What? And... uh, this year, it's been it's been I haven't seen that many movies. It's been but a sad year. He's, yeah, he's he's only like 160, yeah, 170 so. in. Just about four hundred no, or so. Two hundred movies, but Jesus, yeah. What is it? What is the tally again? Let me see. And here. There's been four hundred and four movies so far <laughs> that we've watched Since trailers for, and I've watched two hundred and ninety six of them. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh my God. Okja was fantastic. Uh, I don't feel at home in this world anymore. It was great. The it discovery was, was okay. This does not give me the same vibe. It only gives me 
I'm worried that this is meant for 13-year-old boys. It needs to be R-rated. I don't think it's going to be worried. That's true, actually. It should be R-rated. Yeah. Oh, can I change my submission? Yes. Okay, I'm worried. Yeah, I knew it. But ho- worried but hopeful. What is it? Where does it say the rating? There isn't one. Oh. Oh. Well, then why are we switching our excited and worrieds around? Can't you tell from this trailer it's not going to be rated R? But it's Netflix. It could, be, it could probably be it's young adult and then have graphic fucking. <laughs> do you do you want to play 14A? 14A or PG-13 again? Is that what you want? That's exactly what I want. Because I'll fucking do it. Don't test me. You also throw in like a, a zinger in there. We also, we also have TV-14, which is a separate rating for television shows. <sighs> oh, fuck off. What? That's different from PG-13? Mm-hmm. It's for television. Look, can we... Can we focus on Canada tonight? Right. 14A? <laughs> right. It's going to be, a, uh, it's like actually I guess, like a 14 here. letter A, not 14A. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a great joke. <laughs> you did good, kid. So funny. It's so funny. <laughs> 14A. That's everyone, right? You can That's it. This. That's it. Uh, thanks for coming out tonight. Uh, com. Uh, trailer number four is, well, it's what Spider-Man. It? Um, I'm surprised this isn't the bookend. It's Spider-Man colon homecoming. We'll have some words, Andrew. This would probably oh. be Chelsea's headliner. This doesn't get the front or the back. It gets the number four. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Wow. I think the number four might be like the like the last... Yeah, like a lot of importance. The filler. Sweet had to um, really bring down the hammer to get it in a lineup at all. I know it wasn't even slated to be in this lineup. Ooh, that is dirty. All right. Production on this show is Mm -hmm. slipping. Management had to step in. The the chopping block. The board might have to have a vote soon. (laughs) Looks like interns getting uh, promotion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Spider-Man, Homeward Bound. (laughs) (laughs) What's it? What is it, Chelsea? Homecoming. Spider-Man, coming. Home. Homecoming. Here we go. What's up, guys? So, to become an Avenger, are there like trials or an interview? Do me a favor. Can't you just be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man? Just stay close to the ground. You're the Spider-Man from YouTube. Can you summon an army of spiders? No, Ned, no. Do you know him too? I stole his shield. Can I try the suit on? Badass. The rich and the powerful, like Stark, they don't care about us. The world's changing, boys. Time we change, too. These weapons are crazy dangerous. Listen, Peter, forget the flying monster guy. There are people who handle this sort of thing. Illegal weapons barrier was at 2.30. You missed it.
Nobody had died. I was just trying to be like you. I wanted you to be better. I'm gonna need the suit back. But I'm nothing without this suit. If you're nothing without this suit, then you shouldn't have it. I screwed up. You need to stop carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders. I want you to understand. I'll do anything to protect my family. I know you know what I'm talking about. So don't mess with me. Because I will kill you and everybody you love. He's still out there. I just gotta do this on my own. Just don't do anything stupid. I got this. All right? Yeah. Intern. Wait, Chelsea. Yeah, Warrior what? Excited. What there the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. The show really is falling apart. Okay, so there's a few things that I'm really excited about for this movie. Um, I think that Tom Holland is an amazing cast, and he's so fucking adorable that it hurts me to watch him. Mm-hmm. Although, I do miss... I don't think Andrew Garfield is bad, but I like that they're bringing Spider-Man into the universe and that Iron Man's going to give him an old push. I love his homemade costume. And it seems from the trailer, at least, that they take his cool costume away from him partway through the movie, right before he has to defend himself against the vulture, which is cool because all of the comics, usually Spider-Man, like his homemade shit breaks down and that's his main hurdle that he has to overcome. So that is also really cool. The things that concern me, I guess, or Spider-Man always has this trouble because their supervillains are a bit weak in the comics they don't translate well to live action shouldn't just like shouldn't like in a movie sense shouldn't spider-man's villain from here on out just always be dr octopus <laughs> i feel like he's the coolest one he's pretty cool venom's probably the coolest venom or carnage but yeah. they're they're tough to portray in live action they just don't come across that good but aren't they gonna make like a venom movie separate from all this as well are they yeah they are tom hardy really yeah, so why... My motor just got running. <laughs> what the fuck is this? So they're like, they're trying to reboot the Spider-Man thing again, which is I so know. embarrassing, but they've managed to squeeze it into the Avengers. They've cast this guy who looks, uh, to me at least, the, to be the best cast Spider-Man since they've started. Yeah. And they're going to not, they're going to rob him of Venom and Carnage and all that? I know, like... No, that's not the case. They're, it's not the case? They're not going to rob him. Like, it'll be Venom another crossover? Fox is working with no, Marvel. Don't don't say Fox to me right now. What are you Fox talking is about? With Marvel. Chelsea's not done talking about the movie in well, general. Fox, no, I just have to call the internet because Fox has the rights to X Men. They don't have the rights to Spider Man. Sony has the rights to Spider Man. Get on, oh, get Sony. get with it, fuckface. God damn it, fucking loser. <laughs> you have to attack his character for a mistake. <laughs> yeah, man lives in a box. Give him a break. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. It's Canada Day. I'm, I apologize. It's also pretty embarrassing, though, that they're also not only on, like, the fourth casting, but the also, like, the fourth love interest of Spider-Man. Hey, they're skipping the origin story. Isn't that all that matters? Yes, thank God. And it looks what quippy. What is the love interest? And Andrew Garfield was a pussy. Can we just say it? And Tobey Maguire sure. was an even bigger pussy. We've gotten to the point where 
I don't actually know her name, but... It's Michelle. Okay, then it's not the girl I th- was thinking it was. And his name was Toby. <laughs> Who's... Wait, what? Unless it's Liz. No, in this iteration, Peter's just fucking his aunt. <laughs> well, she's a fucking babe. She's a babe in this one. Yeah, so that's a kind of a fun twist, too, I guess. I don't know. You guys, I have to be excited. And I am excited because the best part of the last Avengers movie was when Spider-Man was talking. So if they can capture that same sort of feel, and there's actually another trailer that sort of encompasses that a bit more. So glad you brought that up, Chelsea. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) He forced me to watch all three trailers, and I told him which one to pick, and he spited me. Wait, he trumped your pick? Yeah, he said he wanted this one instead of the last, the one I wanted, so. Okay, because the one that I watched that I was excited about really captured, like, the cute, funny, like, oh, he's so adorable, and I want to watch this kid play Spider-Man so badly, and then I saw this trailer, and I was like, oh, it's a fucking superhero movie. I know. I know, Amanda. You're Are talking about the talking same trailer about the cafeteria scene with him and the fat kid and, and the, giggling about the girl and the fun music because in the background. Because that wasn't a part of Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man movies, right? And that's why Andrew Garfield is no longer no, Spider-Man because he was boring and awful. You're gonna get called in. To well, I wasn't take a big step back <laughs> and literally fuck your own face. Whoa. We've got a pink slip for you to sign. Interns taking over. Oh. Interstate. I don't like your jerk off name. I don't like your jerk off face. I don't like your jerk off behavior. And I don't like you, jerk off. Grill's mm. oh. coming back. Well, Amanda, why don't you take this? I think okay. it's. Okay. I, um, despite this horrible trailer, trailer selection, <laughs> terrible. I'm excited about Spider Man because, yes, I think the best parts of uh, Civil War were the Spider Man parts. And I, this is the first one that I kind of want to see. And of the Avenger, the new Avengers movies, because I am getting burnt out on all of the superhero movies in general, the ones that I like are sort of the, the offshoots that are still like in the main framework. So like I love Ant-Man. And this sort of feels like that to me, even though it's a reboot of Spider-Man, which they've done so many times, it feels different. It feels like it is in a bigger universe that stands alone. And um the kid is just too cute to ignore. Too uh, cute. And Michael Keaton is... Well, I think he's going to be a good, good villain. You know, he's yeah. going to be Keaton and Keaton, it up. Keaton makes a good bad guy. So uh, I'm excited. Yeah. I'll come in here because I parrot everything Amanda just said. Plus, <laughs> super excited because of Michael Keaton. I told you. And the Vulture is one of the recognizable <laughs> villains to me. So I'm like, at least I know that one. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I think, yeah, exactly that. It's like, a, at this point, it's nice to have ones that are in the universe, but standalone seemingly. But mm-hmm. little, little enough crossover to have a nice cameo to, to chuckle at. Yeah, uh, I oh, I, I did mean to say that I, I while I'm excited to see Iron Man sort of being his mentor, I don't want it to be too much Iron Man. I don't need mm-hmm. a lot of Robert Downey. He's going to get on that. He's going he's gonna to get on, on that Tomei and he's going to be stepdad Iron <laughs> <Yeah>. Man. <laughs> uh, okay. They okay. should do King Ma- Kingpin, I think. That would be a good yeah. villain. Like Actually, a low key ki- villain. I agree with that. Intern, I'm going to let you go first, but I'm going to preface it with uh, if you bring up the irony of Michael Keaton in Birdman, I'm going to fucking kill you. 
Despite the fact that this comes from the director that brought us Cop Car, mm. despite the fact that Michael Keaton is playing his third bird villain, <laughs> despite the fact that Tom Holland seems way too cool to be Spider-Man when, or to be Peter Parker. No, he's perfect. Do not he's, say that. His friend is the dork, and he is super cool. No, he's a... Okay. He's super cool. You're Sp- excited about the fat kid? Ah. No. Garfield had the same problem. No. I really want to watch this movie. Spider-Man was the best five minutes of Civil War, which was on a rewatch, a travesty of the comic book that was the best Spider-Man comic book. I know. Written. I, agree. I liked when he became giant man. <laughs> there's we should be excited Tom Holland's gonna do a great job yes he's perfectly Robert Downey Jr. does need to not be in this movie for more than 15 minutes Gwyneth Paltrow's back in the movie Pepper that's interesting probably like two minutes don't worry about it we do need to see Tomei's tits we do He's going to be in, in this Spider- for way longer. In John Spider-Man in Homecoming, we get to see Marissa Tomei's tits. We do? The no. The R-rated Spider-Man. We obviously don't. Well, I don't know. They're getting pretty lax about girl tits. Yeah. With his multiple suits, it's going to be a gangbang. I'm excited. Wait, what? No, okay. the best part is that he has to go with his homemade suit to the final battle. That's oh, awesome. That is that is the best, and the homemade suit is wonderful. I hope he has it for the whole, at least, second half of the movie. Yeah. It looks like he's wearing his own Spider-Man PJs. It's yeah. like a hoodie. It's like Chelsea's hoodie. <laughs> it is. I'm, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm 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 stepping in to finish this off, and I'm going to tell you... That I'm worried. Why that I wrong? That I am excited, because I do think that it will be better than I anticipate. However, I have a laundry list of worries. Tell me. I'll mitigate each one. Let's yeah? go. Okay. One for one. <laughs> well, I worry that it's predictable, that I can tell already that when the kid asks, do you have an army of spiders that you control? And he says, no. And then later on in the trailer, there's a little robotic robotic nanobot spider that he's sporting that he will, in fact, control an army of spiders at some point. Well, that's straight from the comic, so. Well, that's predictable. Go on. Yeah, it's predictable because it's been done in written word. I'm concerned about the whole ship scene where the ship separates completely in half and he pulls it together with his strength and the spider webs. He's not going to succeed. It's going to be part of his moral dilemma. But Iron Man succeeds. But Iron Man lands on there and gives him a talking to on a ship that is together. So that means that Iron Man uh, welds it together probably. And I can already tell. Other uh, men. Yeah, right, do you know sure. how strong that arachnojaculin is? Right. He, <laughs> well, no. That means that Iron Man probably uses some nanobots to do it or something as well. So I can predict that happening. And uh, yeah, I can also predict that uh, the vulture is going to kidnap Marissa Tomei or something. And he's going to have to get his aunt back. Yeah, that's like the whole Spider-Man theme is he doesn't want anyone to know who is important to him. Right. And the reason why I wanted this trailer is because it kind of shows you the meat of where it's going to go as a superhero movie. And the other one, all those scenes with the kids being kids and being playful in high school, like that's that's the part that kind of makes me want to lean worried. That's but, the part about Spider-Man. All that quippy shit and the high school shit that is Spider-Man. Sure. Yeah. 
But I mean, it's interesting how on this show we just sort of like waft back and forth between like, oh, it's important to leave things to mystery yeah. to, oh, we need to not leave anything in mystery. We need to tell what this movie's about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Well, and let's be the real. Attacks. Of course, superhero movies, they're predictable and they're wearing on us. They are. But that is not a reason to be worried about Spider Man and excited about Wonder Woman. They're the same formula over and over again. So if you're going to be excited about every single fucking superhero movie and then get to Spider-Man and be like, mm, it's predictable, I'm going to shoot you in the face. That's right. Happy Canada Day. <laughs> Trailer number five tonight is the producer's selection for the headliner. <laughs> A movie that looks... It's brought to us by the visionary director of The Fifth Element, Luc Besson. It is Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Valerian and the House of a Thousand Planets? Right, because a thousand planets could fit inside of a house. City. City, Daniel. Because they could sit, fit inside of a city, Nathan? <laughs> a city of a thousand planets. Okay. Here we go. This mission is a simple in and out. Agent Valerian, you'll be running solo. I only work with my partner. Hi. We're a team. Let's go. Running nearly 20 minutes late. Yeah, well, time flies when you're having fun. Welcome to Alpha. The city of a thousand planets. Where for hundreds of years, Every species has shared their knowledge and their intelligence with each other. It's paradise. Amazing. After centuries of peace and prosperity, an unknown force wants to destroy all we have created. Agents Valerian and Laureline, you have less than 10 hours to find the threat and eliminate it. Let's get to work. The whole universe is after us. We need the two of you to be the guardians of our future. Your destiny is in your hands. I taught him how to do that. 
Intern, worried or excited? Well, I do love some good eyebrows, and I do love a good dance scene. Looks like Rihanna's going to bring the dance scene. Looks like uh, Clara Devigny Devigny. is going to bring the eyebrows. Mm, Strong brow game. Um, I'm excited Luc Besson's going to bring us another sci-fi movie. I really shit on Lucy. Um, But I've seen that enough times now that when it's on TV, I just end up watching it. So clearly I don't hate it as much as I thought. (laughs) Same as uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1. The same kind of thing. Two different conversation, but go on. Um, no, they're the same movie, and uh, I'm excited. I, I, you know, Luke Besson knows how to do sci-fi. Knows how to uh, direct strong female-led movies. Yes, all those things, and this thing looks jam-packed with bizarro sci-fi lore. It looks like there's a big, or at least a deep universe that's been created here. I actually kind of hope in this case that it's like two hours long or a little bit over. Two hours and 17 minutes. Yeah. This thing looks a little bit, this thing looks Luke Besson epic, which is like cheesy and almost dismissive, but you know after you've seen it four or five times, you'll love it. Yeah, I sense a strong connection with the fifth element, my liking of the fifth element and my liking of this. It's tough. I think somebody who hasn't seen The Fifth Element would easily dismiss this trailer and say worried. Yeah. Right. And But I can, I can always predict my own reaction, which is that I'll be like, mm, underwhelmed, first viewing, second viewing. You know what? I missed something. Third viewing. Oh, this is a stable. I'll, I'll watch it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty accurate. Excited. Um, Amanda. Um, I like what you just said, Bay. Um. <laughs> Here's my, what was that flaming ball of garbage by the, uh, the Matrix sisters? Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, the um, Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, okay, that's so it. So I'm feeling, here's what I'm worried about. There's a piece of me that's worried that this is, this is a marriage of the fifth element, which I love and adore and watch uh, at least every 18 months, married with Jupiter Ascending, and that is a garbled, incoherent mess of shit yeah and so i feel like maybe that might happen is that there's just like this this union of these two things and it's going to produce a mediocre forgettable thing um it's possible uh, uh, yeah so uh, but i love the fifth element so much that i will give it the benefit of the doubt i'll give the director the benefit and the fact that it's so visually beautiful uh and excited it's tough Chelsea? Hello? 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 Hi. Can you hear me? (laughs) It's tough because if this was directed by anyone else, it would be a worried from me. For Amanda's same argument. That it's not directed by the Wachowski sisters. It's directed by Luc Besson. Right. And 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 we have a poster of Fifth Element on our wall. It is in my top five. And my favorite part of the Fifth Element is actually with the most ludicrously costumed character that if you saw a poster of just the opera singer from that movie, you would probably oh, be sorry. worried. But it's or the Zorg and his little helmet. Or Zorg. Yeah. Or even, you know, fuck it. Even like the <laughs> his <laughs> minions. <laughs> it's Oh, yeah. 
exactly. How does it work? But it works. How does it work? It works. So because of that, I have to give him the benefit of the doubt that no matter how ludicrous the characters look, that they're going to be used appropriately and that probably the part of the trailer that worries me the most will end up being my favorite part of the movie. My only reservation is that the girl, Kara... Delevingne. Thank you. I don't know if she has the charisma to carry the role. Yeah, that's what I was feeling too. I'm like, the girl seems mediocre. Paper towns. And then I, love, I love her now. There's not a Bruce Willis level male counterpart. Yeah. Mm. Can so, that kid be young Tom Hardy? Can he? Because <laughs> she's she was the witch in Suicide Squad, right? Yep. And she did, I don't know if it was the writing or what, but that was a horrible character. I, think she's, I got nothing from her. I think she's handling herself okay, though. Okay. I think she's strong. I'm excited, but that is my worry. I want it noted that if it sucks, it's because of her. Okay. <laughs> All right. And Nathan. Well, here we go. Here we go. Everyone said excited. Um, if I say I'm excited, that's five excited for the what should have been the headliner of uh, Chili Pro Podcast 82. <laughs> oh, um, there were four excited. There were five excited on Spider-Man. So. And Planet of the Apes mm-hmm. and Lady Macbeth. Hey, everybody, it's my turn. Nice lineup. <laughs> it's my turn to talk, right? <laughs> wow. Um, you know what? Yeah, I, I know. I interrupt people a lot. Tell us about Harry. No, give, your, give me your man <laughs> critique. Here's the, here's the thing, is that Fifth Element is so bizarre that it, you should be like, what the fuck? But it works somehow. And Luc Besson manages to take all these strange, fantastic, and 1997 special effects, which just crushed it, like amazingly crushed it. And ever since then, every, everything he's associated with, absolutely everything, I perk up. Like, oh, Luc Besson. Oh, ears perk up. Really? Oh, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. And honestly, most of what he's done since then hasn't even come close. Probably because it's not in the same genre or it doesn't even really just, you know, get anywhere near it. And Valerian, it has a lot of similarity to The Fifth Element. So you have to say, this is the one. You hear stories like he's been working on this one for 20 years, that The Fifth Element wasn't really his baby. This was. And he finally has the ability to make this movie, and he's going to fucking make it. And holy shit, we should just all bow down and, and be ready for a, an epic movie that's going to be a part of our... It, it's going to replace Fifth Element on the wall. Whoa. Oh, no, whoa. Oh, whoa. 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 Join. Mm. whoa. Well, I think it has a possibility. <laughs> well, and we also, you know, nowadays we, we get, we're all probably guilty of, of amping things up too much and expecting them to be more than what they will be. So... You know, taking into account Daniel's comments about, you know, it won't live up to your expectations initially, but down the road, you'll be like, fuck, it is good, you know? Well, I forgot to bring up, you said something that reminded me that the fifth element is all practical effects, the whole movie. Well, not Well, not the flying cars and stuff, but like all the costumes, like the opera singer, she's wearing a costume, the minions are wearing a costume, like this, there's a lot of CG in this movie Mm -hmm. that... Yeah. Might not age well. Hopefully there's a mix. Yeah. yeah. That's... Yeah, we're going for the mix. The mix. And yeah, just the density of the universe. I don't know how you can get bored, especially if you go to IMAX. I think <laughs> I think if I go to IMAX, you know... Yeah, but I want to be like... If I'm going to IMAX, I want to be like dangling 
in my seat over like over an abyss. You know what I mean? Like one of like one of those like roller coasters where you hang instead of sit, or one of those like baby swing seats where my legs have to go through two little spaces. Know. All the theaters in the United States now are all recliners. So I mean, how no, can you hang suspended. off the edge of that? It's he all, wants to be suspended, Nathan. It's all yeah. sit there. It's all it's all like, hey, here, fall asleep. Like inviting you to to pass out and not care. I want to be in the center of a perfect sphere suspended with it being displayed 360 degrees around me. You want to put on a headset at home and float inside of vaginal liquid. That's what you want. Ew. That's right. I want vaginal yeah, liquid? to breathe it like yeah. in the abyss. Uteral. <laughs> you guys don't know how, how long and how hard I have to fight against the VR. Womb. Womb. Oh, yeah. Here. It's impending. Here, here we go. Womb juice. Mm, womb juice. I'm womb, I'm womb juice excited about Valerian. Oof, moisture and oyster. You know, I was about to sigh and enjoy that music, and then something stopped me from being able to. The burden list. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, it it somebody else sighed and and took that experience from me. It's a list of items that need to be appreciated. <laughs> By a gentleman in order to be removed from the list. Right. Chelsea, what is on my burden list? You've got Poultrygeist, Night of the Chicken Dead. That's true. It's epic. It's a little larger than normal. It is. Sorry, it is six movies. Well, I received a punishment for putting the Emoji movie up as a horrifying movie. (laughs) (laughs) So, Nathan, would you say you're the first person to go to six? Yeah. Nope. I no. officially yes, I really? am at six. I'm fine with it. No, when when but you're not when, the first person. When the burden, He's the first and the second. When mm-hmm. listen, <laughs> listen. When the burden is as dense and viscous as it is, a greater variety is not a negative thing. And going beyond five seems to be this thing, this stigma around it. And I've so. I've I've broken free of that <laughs> constraint. And I'm okay 13, with it. Here you come. I'm fine with it. Greater variety means I enjoy myself more. Is Daniel still at five? Yes. Does anyone care? Probably not. <laughs> oh, I have deep feelings about it. Well, we'll see when I'm finished reading out your movies. Okay. Yeah, keep so, keep going. Poultry Geist, yeah. Night of the Chicken Dead, mm-hmm. Kung Fu Hustle, ha, Session 9, <laughs> yep. Let Us Pray, Alien Resurrection and Splice. Double That's six. A lot of horror and trauma on that list. And some hocha. Hocha. Yeah. And what about uh, Daniel's burden list? Uh, he's got brothers, which is hey. possibly. Hey Jake. Hey Jake. The most boring movie on boring movie on your list. And Napo and Toby. Ugh, hurts. <laughs> To even oh, look Toby. at the, the Toby poster. Tommy McGuire, that pussy playing a fucking war veteran fucked up by war. Jake Gyllenhaal giving it to Napo. Oh, great movie. 
Midnight Special, a sci-fi, Colossal, Surprising Her, also surprising, also sci-fi, Daniel, did you win a prize? Nasty Baby, don't know what the fuck that is. Also your nickname. What? (laughs) Daniel, stop being such a nasty baby. Nasty Baby. It's about about two gay men (laughs) that want to adopt a child (laughs) and uh, get into some sort of antics sad threesome with their kooky indie neighbor mm-hmm. and and they and they do a a threesome 82 mm, absolutely it sounds like oh. you watched it oh it was we're not there yet yeah, okay why not let's do it first we go up on each other oh. then we go down on each other right oh thank god you're here andrew <laughs> so let's go up on each other gentlemen and ladies uh nathan mm. why don't you uh Put us on even ground here and, and let uh, both of you be at six for, for a minute. All right. In honor of Canada Day today, the selection process has become somewhat patriotic. Cronenberg. Uh, Daniel, you being a citizen of Canada, have a chance tonight to embrace your true self and benefit in the selection process as a result. Well, I've seen Porky's one and two. <laughs> and <laughs> What else? Cube you will, Green Gables, the miniseries. I've seen Green Gables, the miniseries. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm seeing a hefty, hefty amount of Trailer Park Boys. Hefty, hefty. Kids um, oh, Kids in the Hall, absolutely. Yeah. So basically what's happening tonight, uh, Daniel, is you're going to start with only one option available to you. And the more willing you are to denounce America in favor of Canada, the more options will become available. And every time an option <laughs> is made available you will be permitted to ask any question you want as long as it does not involve revealing the title. So all options added will be Canadian movies except for the one you start with. And Daniel, the movie you start with is August Osage County. County. (laughs) (laughs) Your first challenge tonight, Daniel, is to admit that the metric system is better. Then and the imperial system is outdated and archaic, and that metric is the only way to measure things. I knew I'd have to watch this movie eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I see no ground. You see no. <laughs> you see no ground at all. Let's see if there's another challenge that wow. you would admit to. Would you admit to um, that real Thanksgiving takes place in October? And that any event associated with Thanksgiving in November is a false holiday? I can barely keep track of when Thanksgiving is in November. Trying to remember the Canadian Thanksgiving is not going to be that much more helpful. Thanksgiving is sort of a... Would you be able to... Constantly made up holiday. Would you be able to concede that it takes place in October just to get an additional option? (sighs) Can't do that. Wow. Uh, would you be able to admit that America is ultimately inferior and that it's time to come home? <laughs> Osage, August County. <laughs> You're not even American. You can't even vote. I am an American, and I would concede that the metric system is obviously better. <laughs> Did you want to? Did you want to take a second and consult with Amanda about the metric system, Daniel? Get another option up there. <laughs> oh my God. Just, or just take it. Just you could take even... August. 
you could even just say that on the grounds that Canadian Thanksgiving happened before American Thanksgiving, that it is the original Thanksgiving. That's yeah. not even like yeah, a you, leap of faith. Yeah, you, you, well, you I think try to. Daniel wants to become a cumber bitch and uh, August Osage County. He wants it bad. Looks like that's going up. Right he wants it deep. I mean, you can't argue that historically, <laughs> that's not even like a preference thing. I'm not even really conceding anything. I know. That's why I'm shocked. Is that even a fair question for this contest? <laughs> well, you said no, so obviously it is. So are, are you doubling back on Thanksgiving and saying that Thanksgiving took place in Canada first in October? Is this like implying some sort of superiority to Canada? No, this is just simply saying that Thanksgiving... In Canada is more real than Thanksgiving in America. Okay, that's, yeah, August Osage County. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, Daniel. There it is. You are not American, and Donald Trump might deport you someday. But sure, True. align Daniel with America. <laughs> with August Osage County, the most un-Canadian Canadian that's ever been on the show. Seriously. Daniel, hope you're ready for you some have options for, for Nathan for some Streep and Roberts. <laughs> there you go, bud. <laughs> I gave you an out. I tried really hard. Yeah, we had also considered doing Canadian movies <laughs> as a theme tonight, <laughs> and it was and we I was trying to avoid horror movies, so I couldn't just jump on the Cronenberg train. Didn't leave a whole lot left, <laughs> so we went a different route tonight. We have a little game for you guys. I helped with this. Absolutely, she did. I think the the selection part is quite fun. Right. Tonight, Nathan, you're going to go on a little adventure. All right. And we have some choices that we need you to make. Um, Amanda, do you want to help me out with these? Yeah, sure. So, um, okay, uh, Nathan, you're about to set off on an adventure, and it's time to prepare. There are five objects available to you, but only four of them will fit in your backpack. Which one are you going to leave behind? Your options for items to leave behind. A, a piece of pie. B, a map. C, a telescope. D, a watch. Or E, a cape. Only four will fit in your pack. You have to leave behind a piece of pie, a map, a telescope, a watch, or a cape. The watch. Cape, the cape can Please be used. A cape can be used um, as a tarp. A watch you can take apart and use the um, the screws the uh, to make a fire. No, you can compass. <laughs> no, you can use the the magnet inside to find out what true north is, which will relate to the map. Thank you, edge the edge. Mm. Um, I'm going to say the the piece of pie what? because I can forage for berries. What? That is the only thing that was for sure in my backpack. <laughs> Everything else was toss away. The pie is being thrown out. All right, we're throwing out. Plus, I don't really like pie. Fuck pie. I I think. Uh, what kind of pie would it be? Do we have nothing in common? Is our whole relationship Look, a farce? Just because you heard the word pie and you want some pie doesn't mean our relationship is over. Well, sounds like it to me. God damn it! Pretty close. Nathan. What am I going to eat this watch? <laughs> She's already hungry, and you haven't even left yet. <laughs> Fuck. It's because I ate a bologna sandwich before the podcast, and she ate nothing, so she's starving. That's what this is about. She's uh, upset. Okay, so you've got your four items. Um, 
there will be four monsters on your path that you have to defeat. You can only avoid one of them. You're going to have to fight three. You can only avoid one monster. Which monster do you choose to avoid? A skeleton, an alien, a goblin, or a ghost? You can skip one monster, skeleton, alien, goblin, or ghost. Skeleton's got to be hardest to talk to, Nathan. Mm, yeah. But if we remember from the leprechaun, not that difficult to defeat. <laughs> Sorry. I need to pour some more wine for this. Skeleton, goblin, ghost, alien. or alien. Well, alien's the one I didn't remember, so that's the one. All right. We're going to go around the alien. That was your sci-fi pick, just so you know. Well, no, because you don't know what the alien is. Ghost, you know what it is. Skeleton, you know what it is. Ghost. No. Ghost, yeah. ghost is the horror. Porky's too. Alien could Skeleton. be anything. Okay. Alien could be anything. Go on, Amanda. Go on, Alien please. could be all a right, fucking right, gross, right. pussy thing. And we you don't... come face to face with the last monster on your journey. There are three items available for you to take into your final battle, but you can only carry two of them. Which item do you leave behind? You can take dynamite, a knife, or a smoke bomb. You have to choose one to leave. Dynamite, oh, knife, easy. or smoke bomb. It's easy. I'm going to leave the smoke bomb. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No one we all with disagree no with, you. with you. Why does everybody disagree with everything that I'm doing? Because you're an asshole. <laughs> you smoke bomb him and then stab him in the smoke. All right, Nathan, you have traveled far and you fought bravely. You can call him jackass if you want. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> but somehow you made it to the hidden treasure. There's two items in the chest. You can only take one of them. Which one do you choose? Gold coins or a stopwatch? Oh, God, it sounds like a leprechaun remake or something else. Why would you take the stopwatch? You already have a watch. Well, because you chose to bring that with you. Right. So fuck the stopwatch. I want the gold coin. God damn it. It's a trap. <laughs> you idiot. It's not a trap. No. No. And if I didn't have the dynamite with me, I wouldn't have been able to open the treasure chest. And blow up what's inside? Okay. Fuck you, and, fuck you and your smoke bomb tactics. You know what, Nathan? You're right, and everyone else is wrong, yeah. as usual. Yeah, SEAL open team. The chest. It's all trauma. SEAL, <laughs> SEAL team intern over here. He's throwing smoke bombs and slitting people's throats in the dark. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. You can't play movie games for shit. All right, Nathan, you have, through your journey, chosen... The Goonies. The Goonies. You've seen The Goonies. Holy fuck, you guys. He hasn't seen The Goonies. Yeah. I've only, I, I only remember the one scene. The truffle shuffle? Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Jesus Christ. Corey Feldman. Yeah, oh. this yeah, this time it was all about adventures. These were all like... Young kid adventure of, movies. Yeah, sort of young team-up adventure movies. Unfortunately... Because of the way we designed this game, you knocked out probably your favorite contender right off the bat. Yeah, because you wouldn't keep the pie that Chelsea told you to I keep. told you to keep the pie, you son of a bitch. Fuck, fuck all of you. <laughs> but I mean, the Goonies is a classic. You it's can't be good. Crap. That was no, probably the second best no, choice. No, I'm yeah. not. I mean, Daniel obviously got the short end tonight. <laughs> but that was of his own making. You know, all he had to do was say Thanksgiving happened first in Canada. Would have got a better option, but 
All right, uh, it's time to go down on each other, gentlemen. Oh, my hair part. Uh, I'm going to give Nathan the opportunity to go first because there is a chance that you might have watched two movies. Mm. No. Mm. Okay. I like. Go first anyway. I like my six. Yeah. Um, I watched. uh, Did you watch Alien Resurrection? I did. Tell us about it. Because it is the best Alien movie, as per Daniel and Amanda. It's so good. (laughs) Also, also because Shoplift Rider. Right. Yes. Um, Well, honestly, I started this movie and I didn't think I had obtained the right movie. The fly scene? Yeah, the opening scene is very distracting. Like, what is this? This is an alien movie? And then it says, written by Joss Whedon. And And you're like, oh. Yeah, you're like, oh, (laughs) we get it. And um, then it, um, yeah, it starts to unfold. And you see Ron Perlman. You see Michael Wincott. You see Brad Dourif, along with Sigourney and Choplift Rider. And you're like, oh, fuck, this is a great cast. Why is this movie being shit on the way that it is by critics? Really awesome concept. Like, if you're going to do a sequel, do a franchise like this, 200 years later, you clone her and she's got the queen in her belly. Like, that's kind yeah, of... a bunch of botched clones? <laughs> yeah, oh, actually, well, yeah. The botched clones. Yeah. No, the, later on in the movie, you see the room full of accidents. Yeah, and that's uh, very... The best part of the movie. Disturbing. <laughs> Kill me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I sometimes <gasps> at that part. No. Like, oh shit. But I think what? that's that's probably why this stands out because I don't think Daniel and Amanda would, you know, either of them would contend or sorry, contest that the original Alien or Aliens have merit and are established amazing movies. I think the issue here is that people shit on Alien Resurrection unnecessarily because it tried something different. It's more fun what, than what the What did originals. they want? What did they want? Like, what, 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 what would have satisfied you, critics, to make you applaud this movie? Like, what do you... You want a rehash of the same shit? Like, Alien... They wanted it probably never to be made. Well, Alien and Aliens kind of did the whole formula of the basic main movie to death. So, they were, they were good, but you want to do it again? Or you want to do something really different. And they did that. They walked down a different path, chose a great cast, did different things, and explored a totally different sci-fi situation. And I don't see that, um, you know, and they do a couple of reveals with Shoplift being a, an android. And I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't like, I didn't I didn't like Wincott getting killed off so early because I love Michael Wincott more than some of the other actors. So I would have been more satisfied if he had stuck around longer. But, you know, whatever. It is. It's a solid entry. I haven't seen Alien 3 all the way through, but David Fincher's embarrassed by it, so... Yeah, yeah you're not missing anything. Yeah, I, I recently think. went through them all, like, last year or something, and 3 was, like... I was prepared for it, too. I was like, you know what? Everyone shits on it. I'm gonna give it a chance. And I got, like, halfway through it, and I was like, oh, oof, this is tough. Yeah, the thing about Resurrection, uh, that Chelsea said, it's it's more fun, and it to me, so Alien is obviously a great movie like it goes down in history as a worthwhile sci-fi horror Mm -hmm. i mean it's noteworthy for quality whereas resurrection has infinite rewatch value it's so (laughs) fun it's so zany and wacky 
that you you can't not well, love it. That's that's kind of what what I came away with. I was like, oh, I get it. They think this is the best one because it has that you know B movie quality to it, but it's not really B movie because yeah. it had a large budget and a great cast, so it's got that. <laughs> that feel to it of silliness it's the joss wheaton feel yeah it's got a yeah. it's got like a yeah. darker more serious sort of slither feel yeah. <laughs> yes yeah yeah so i i get it i mean i'm, I'm not I, I don't after watching it though i don't I think i can six s- more times <laughs> it's my favorite alien movie and i didn't even see the whole thing i went to have a nap halfway through i was like no yeah i get it they're right it's the best <laughs> But that's just it, though. I can't. I, I. I don't understand the conversation about best alien movie because. Yeah, you might be taking it too seriously. Like, sure. <laughs> sure. I. I. I could be because there's there's alien purists out there that would probably get into a fist fight with you over the purity of the alien franchise, and that's fine. I'm not one of those people. I don't really care. I'm just like they're different. They're so different. Is Alien Resurrection more enjoyable and entertaining than you know Prometheus and probably Alien Covenant and definitely Alien Three? Probably yes, most what? definitely. Prometheus is the best Alien movie. But I don't think that you can say well. But you know, to you, in turn disagreeing with literally everyone. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But Aliens is probably the best one to me. If I had to make a call. I would say Aliens is the one that I like the most. Yeah, action movie. Oh, but but I, my favorite one of my favorite parts in the Alien Resurrection is when so there's like there's the queen alien with her huge thorax and she's just like pumping out little egg socket things and Brad Dourif is like encased in the goop mm. in her den and he's just like totally comfortable and he's just like spouting off like weird fucked up poetry about the beauty of a mother and her child. Now she is perfect. Yeah, and the hybrid baby, Dude. like Sigourney Jean, alien mother hybrid, like pops out with this weird little hook nose. It's just so fucking weird. <laughs> but that's just it, though. Like, that's the cast. Like, Duraf is, like, when I saw the cast start appearing on the screen, I was like, Duraf? Really? Wincott? Pearlman? Like, it just kept hitting. And I was blown away by who they got involved in this. I love that all of them had guns. Despite their little security check, every single one of them had a gun. Even the handicapped guy in the chair starts pulling pieces off his wheelchair, turns it into a gun. Oh, yeah, that guy. That guy, like, spits when he talks. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, that weird alien-human uh, hybrid thing at the end. Oh, getting sucked out the hole? That's where it kind of, like, starts to... It's where it starts to jump the shark for B- you. B-movie for you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it starts to jump the rails there. But even then, I'm I'm like, wow, that's... Really interesting. I'm sitting there thinking, like, I don't, I don't have the experience with sci-fi horror movies that Daniel does. So maybe this has been done before. But a small hole in the hull of a ship, sucking something through it, <laughs> bit by bit, flesh by flesh, blood by blood, until it escapes into space, like piece by piece, until it gets down to its skull and then shatters and leaves the ship is. While it's reaching for its mommy. Probably the most epic death scene that could exist. Yeah, really, I, I think that concept has been probably understood and maybe even tried before, but no one nailed it quite like they did. Well, and I afterwards, know. I was, you know, I immediately started engaging that in my brain. But then after he had left the ship entirely, I was like, you know what? I think that the physical makeup of that strange being might be the only kind of being that would be able to withstand that situation. And then a normal human being would just like, all of its guts would just suck out immediately. And 
um, it would just be left with like a you know rubber skin sheath. Yeah. And just, their cheeks would cave in, their whole body would like fold in half. Yeah, like it would do major damage to a human being way too quickly. And that, that you know, very large skeletal structure alien hybrid being is, you know, you have to take advantage of that. Yeah, and you need like 30 seconds of that classic go-to like sci-fi movie sound, which is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. there you have it. And then they set it up for more because they land on Earth and they're like, oh, well, Earth's a wasteland. What are we going to do? Oh, sequel? And then oh, the critics shit the- on it and there you go. Then they come across Jason locked in a cryo chamber and, they, and this is and it crosses paths with Jason X. <laughs> I also uh, would like to point out that I think this is how I envision it anyway. It was directed by the guy that directed Amelie and Delicatessen, which means he came over here from France and he tried to do a big budget Hollywood movie. Everybody shit on it and he was like, ah, oh, sacre bleu, merde, fuck this shit. I'm out. I don't care. And then he made one of the best romantic comedies ever. Which is that? Amelie. No, he made that before this, didn't he? Or no, he no. made it after. Amelie right? did after this. Yeah, he tried to do this and he was like, fuck this. And he went back to France and made some good shit. He, should, yep. he shouldn't feel bad, though. No, he shouldn't. He shouldn't. If you look at his picture on IMDb, though, I don't think it is the way that I say it is. I think it's <laughs> his eyes are like, woo! Like he's like just like a fun loving individual. So he's on some uppers. Yeah, he's probably like, eh, whatever. They didn't get it. I'll go back to France where people understand me. <laughs> Fair enough. Good. All right. Daniel, did you watch a movie with Amanda? Uh, no. That was available. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't watch one with her. I did check out Nasty Baby and then decided against it. Um, so her, I watched her. Yes, I mean, tell us I about the OS. Seen it. I here's the thing. I like. I love Spike Jones. Adaptation uh, is such a bizarre, beautiful movie. Being John Malkovich, but probably say the same thing about that movie. And her, I can see Spike Jones in there. Here's the thing. I, I have no problem with the movie Her. The movie Her is, is actually, it's a pretty good movie. You, know, you can't really argue that it's a bad movie. It's filmed well. It's acted well. It's just so profoundly sad. I found Isn't myself. that what you love about it? I found myself extremely emotional throughout this movie just because it was so profoundly sad. Now, that's what Spike Jones is, is really good at is that he's, he manages to capture these real complicated moments that are beyond the normal surface level drama that you encounter. And so I have a lot of respect for him being able to do that. That said, I don't really ever want to watch this movie again, I don't think. (laughs) Just because it's very, it's just a brutal thing watching a man come out of his shell and engage in this and then sabotage it himself and then resurrect it. And then in sort of weird Luc Besson way, like making the end of a relatively grounded emotional sci-fi movie go like cr- into crazy sci-fi territory, which is that all these OSs that were invented to just like keep people entertained while they engage in their computer, that they start to learn about themselves and then gather and then secretly meet and then go off into the universe to become gods or something. That was like so insane. But then also even more profoundly sad because he loses even this esoteric virtual love creature that has moved beyond him and there's nothing you can do but just accept it. You can't even be angry. You just have to like accept it. I think Daniel might fantasize about falling in love with an operating system. Oh, that's my job. Well, because this movie fucking executes one of my favorite words. The writing is crazy original and interesting. The detail of the sexual interaction and the fucked up 
you didn't you didn't find yourself kind of like in awe of the writing at all because that was kind of my my thing with this movie yeah no i i have a again i have no problem like this is uh, who who wrote this is this another spike jones kaufman hookup or is this not uh this is jones writing it himself i think he won an oscar for it i think he's writing it himself that would explain why it's a little bit a little bit tighter and not as loopy but yeah i have no issue there yeah it's, it's really just that it's uh incredibly sad future that's built an incredibly sad play out of that future an incredibly sad character and sad relationship and just through and through but not in like in a brutally depressing way just in the like oof that's life because the whole place his do you know what his job is in the, in the movie that's like a sad subtle characteristic of a future that they paint just by the what his job is and that he's had that job for like over a decade which is that he just writes correspondence between people he writes letters for people parents to children children to parents couples love letters <laughs> he writes all that shit for them but i find the sadness years i find the sadness funny yeah it's yeah it's it's, it's kind of funny to, in, in a dark way but i think maybe i was just like maybe, maybe melancholy going into this and i found that to be just another addition to like the sad pile which is that there are parents and children and lovers out there that have been writing each other letters for a decade and it is a single man that's interpreting what they feel for each other from their social media and making it into their own words for each other. He writes the male to female letters, the female to male letters. I found that so insane. And I was like, please don't make that be our but, future. But Chris Pratt has given him a high five about the great letters. Oh, yeah. Chris Pratt was great. He was oh. a nice little like comedy, like uh, le- levity moment in there because he wears these like super high waisted pants up to his nipples. And you can't really tell if he's like. <laughs> Being a bully or being super sincere and, char- and like charming, it's like so crazy. Great letter today, man. Great letter. This guy writes great letters. Uh, wish I was as emotional as you. Oh. You're, like, you're, like a, you're like a woman. God damn. <laughs> I hated this movie. Yeah, Amanda did not like this movie. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I would. I would say. I would suggest that the hatred is probably content based and not really an attack on the movie's execution or direction or writing. Because I rarely attack like the quality of the movie. I, I I'd be, I'd be shocked if you thought end. it, if, if, I'd be shocked if, if, if you thought it was bad, like from no, an execution I don't think it's standpoint. Bad. I don't think it's bad at all. I just am. Uh, why would I want to watch a movie that fucking ends like that? Sadness oh, and despair. So That's me, me and the intern. We come at the end of these movies. Yeah. <laughs> she did it. She became a god. She loves them all because she loves them like a god does. One of my yeah, favorite I hate movies. Her. Like it's not just like, oh, this is so like deeply sad and oh, I'm feeling the sadness. I, I like sadness too sometimes, but this is like she like effectively starts cheating on him. No, she lets him down good. She, she does a good job. Fucks him and I hate that. I hate I hate. But she tries to. He doesn't let her. He she is I don't know. I, I think it, it teaches him a lesson about how he can't find what he's looking for there. And he starts hooking up with Amy Adams on the roof, does he not? He doesn't I jump off the building. He doesn't hang himself. He, he's he's looking towards Amy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, because that's how people are, is they're always looking for the next best thing. I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> she just adapted. It's interesting because it plays on the concept and it toys with emotions while it does it, which is, I think, maybe what's unfairly being assessed in the evaluation is that, you know. I, I took it as that she was probably actually just in love with him. And then because of her rapid paced like evolution as AI, 
and her interaction with other AIs as they became evolved. Eventually, yeah, she surpassed him. Eventually, she, she became, became too good for him. She became a god, and she left him. Not that she's cheating on him. No. God loves all she his children. Eventually, oh yeah, she didn't have a choice. She wasn't cheating on him. She could pay but, him all the god attention that he needed. Yeah. While also having like 600 different conversations with 600 different relationships at the same time, because that's how advanced she had become. And that he is not that. She no. is a different thing. At the same time, that means she's taken like 600 other dirty dicks. <laughs> no, you know what it's like? It's like so, uh, yeah. if you were to take care of an ape and the ape falls in love with you, not realizing that you're a different species and it'll never work out because, you know, it can't communicate with you. Yeah, but then you would have to also like be intensely convincing that ape that it yeah. totally can work. And, that, <laughs> and you seduce well, ape that would, ape. Yeah. And then you fuck a surrogate ape to prove your love Guys, to Guys, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> this this movie creates conflict, conversation, emotional disagreement. Like this movie is special to me. I, I really think her is special personally. I'm really glad that I watched this by myself when I watched it. Yeah, I watched it by myself. Because uh, when she sent that person over for a sex scene. Yeah, she was trying to like. That's the most turned on I've been watching a movie ever. Trying trying to use a surrogate to enjoy or heighten the sexual relationship. So weird. So weird. But would it evolve that way? Like you start asking a lot of questions about how that would play out. That's what I mean. It was more of the societal stuff that was interesting to me. It was, yeah, it was one that they would. That these relationships are starting to spring up all over the place and becoming like normal office banter. Like, oh, yeah, my friend's dating his OS. And then there's the weird like faction of cult people that are so like depressed or removed from their own identity that they don't even want to participate in their own real relationship. They just want to be the surrogate in a human OS relationship and just be the body. So it was kind of horrifying watching the OS speak while the human body surrogate wasn't moving her lips, which I think is the part that got in turn off the most. Sure. And. And, you know, respond to the content, however, and that's fine. And I'm totally on board with, like, conversing about it. But, man, just engaging this idea, writing this movie as well as he did, and then fucking executing it the way that he did is just, I don't know, he deserves a a clap of the hand to me. Yeah, it made an interesting parallel to me, which is that humans have no pure love relationship than with their animal, their dog or their cat or whatever you have truth so to me it was like the os was embodying that pure love you could have for an animal animal for a person which is why i assumed in the movie that the os relationship love thing was taking off so dramatically with all people right and just watching him go through the experience of talking to her and opening up with her and and he really spike jones really captured that you know laying at night turning it sexual starting to twist it that way starting to you know, pleasure himself while talking to her and just like slowly evolving and growing that to the surrogate scene. And then, yeah, then having her evolve and having it turn and twist and get dark and sad, it's just really structured well. And from just a just an admiration perspective, it's, for me, it's like, wow, stunning. Like, well, well executed. Nice work, Spike. I'm glad to know that you love Roxy more than you love me. <sighs> Holy shit. That, no, Chelsea does that shit to me too. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like everything we talked about, like five or six different things, and just like, oh well, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yeah. So Spike Jones is great. I'll definitely watch. Be, I love watching Being Don Malkovich over again. Adaptation is a little bit heavier of a rewatch, but yeah, her. Yeah, I, I have a lot of respect for it. Inspired a lot of conversation, as you can see, and the sci-fi elements were very interesting. 
It's just oh, a lot of uh, profound sadness. I don't think I want to engage in anytime soon. No, I, I totally get that. I just, um, yeah, I thought it was worth talking about. So there you go. Intern? Um, Success. Do, you, do we have to listen to you talk now? Well, you don't have to. Everyone can tune out at any time. That's true. I mean, everyone probably did already. Show related. Uh, can you give me a number, please, in turn between 2 and 14? Uh, 15. Between 2 and 14, Amanda? Uh, 12. You already chose 12 last time. That's my favorite number, 11. Whether you want it or not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I can update this archive now. Oh, don't you know that you guys are wrong all the time? And I'm going to let you know in my archive. <laughs> We're starting from ground zero. This is a new update. No one has points anymore. Oh, shit. What? Everyone was losers for the first 46 episodes. <laughs> why are you Why are you being this way? Uh, to make life interesting for myself, mostly. Okay. And we didn't really hit our groove until like episode 46 or 47. That's right. So absolutely true. What's going to happen with the archive update now is I will let you know what movies we watched. I will then pick the winner of the episode, and if you were excited for the winner of the episode, you will get one point, which means you're going to walk away with one or zero points moving forward. Simplification? I like it. I like it. You're streamlining, but you're also saying that you intend to watch all of the movies still. Yes. I'll still be watching all of the movies. <laughs> He's still a dedicated intern. He's just now putting balls into his segment. <laughs> that like, is correct. Enough of Big. this fucking around business. Big balls. So, so in episode 47, mm. a.k.a. episode one, yeah. uh, we started off with The Revenant. Mm -hmm. uh, we moved on to Concussion. Mm -hmm. The Fulcrum was The Forest. Then we uh, got some clay tits with Anomalisa. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, some horrid uh, Point Break remake. Ugh. So the obvious winner is Point Break. No. If there was a loser of the episode, maybe I'll do a loser. You thought that the that the Point Break Point Break remake was bad? Was the worst film of these five? Really? Wow, <laughs> worse than The Forest. Wow. That's yeah. Pretty. Epic. So let's go. Let's go in order of uh, how bad they are to how good they are. Uh, the Forest. No, sorry. Point Break. Did any you guys watch this? Uh, Nathan and Chelsea liked it for some reason. I'm upset already. Yeah. I'm upset already because you said The Forest. I know. Right away, even. which means that you have written down somewhere that the forest is the worst. No, no. It's and you're you changing it forest. now to point break because of the sass that I gave it's you. not even true. The forest was better than concussion also. No, let's talk. Which is the let's, second let's, worst let's, movie. Let's talk Proof. to, let, let's talk to um, Daniel and Amanda. Amanda and Daniel, do you agree with me that he now has changed no. the order because of the previous conversation? No. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I assume he keeps those results tucked 
cleanly in his anus until it's time to present them. In my gluteal cleft. Mm. Immediately, immediately. Uh, first of all, Amanda's like, no, I don't agree with you. Fuck you. And Daniel's like trying to be nice by saying he's in the middle. Holy shit. This is the uh, Nathan loses everything episode. And Your trailers are shit. <laughs> we don't agree with you about the intern. The intern's a human. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. It's all falling apart. Where's Chelsea? Is she just staring at you from some part of the room? She's already went to go see fireworks. She just oh, fucking yeah. left him. He no longer has a girlfriend. Mm. <laughs> Tough break. Wow. Broke up on Canada Day. <laughs> you you claim, both of you, to be impacted by sadness, but you really like to distribute it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you? the brim. I have to release Don't you? <laughs> uh, distribute. Okay, so, worst movie, Point Break. Concussion. Second worst movie, Concussion. Third worst movie, <laughs> The Forest. I've seen Concussion. I know. Tell the okay. tr- intern, tell the truth. <laughs> the truth is that The Forest is better than... Tell the truth! Well, concussion. Concussion, here you go. It's not as bad as it may seem. It's not as good as Will Smith wants you to believe. You know the most it amusing? may hit you in the head with a couple impactful scenes, but <laughs> turned out to be an average film. <laughs> nice. <Yeah>. Hit <laughs> you in the head? Mm-hmm. That's good. Um... And you're and you're referring to the jar of water scene, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The egg in the water. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, can I just say that I think that Will Smith and everybody involved thought that this movie was going to have some sort of like epic impact on social culture and like send shock waves through the NFL community. And it, he didn't go uh, to the Oscars because he wasn't nominated for this. Oh, he's nor nor did his wife. Did, did his yeah. wife? Uh-huh. <laughs> See, yeah. I unconsciously said white because I was thinking about the um, Oscars so white. Right. Thing. Well, all While the Scientology was... handlers are probably like, I can't believe it, Will. I can't believe you. I can't believe yeah. you weren't even nominated. Yeah, exactly. So here's here's the real point of concussion. And that is that they thought it was going to have this impact. It didn't. And then, oh, my God, not only did that not happen, but also I didn't get nominated for an Oscar. What a bunch of fucking bullshit. I'm a fucking movie star. My name is fucking Will Smith. I'm the greatest person ever. I'm L. Ron Hubbard reborn. <laughs> oh, God. Here comes a new religion. It's garbage. It's absolute garbage. Uh, yeah, stay home. No one cares. So, sorry, intern. Forrest was third best. Yeah, Forrest was third. Uh, it was uh, filmed uh, filmed very well, and uh, which gives it a leg up on some horror films. But uh, in the end, just uh, pretty average as well. Mm, yeah, that's what it seemed. Uh, I was actually shocked because I was enjoying myself in the first the first half. And uh, it didn't seem like that was going to be the case. So I did get some partial enjoyment out of it. But, you know, like most horror movies, it ruins itself. Hey, it's in the, it's the fulcrum of quality. Yeah. Next up was a shock to me. Um, now, I think these two movies are both uh, really good in their own way. But uh, Revenant came in second. <sighs> neck and neck. And I really like The Revenant. Um, yeah. I think it's a beautiful movie. DiCaprio's dirty goal. It's... Uh, I think this is the kind of thing that Mel Gibson was trying to do with his um, war movie, uh, where he isn't trying to glorify, you know, war, but happens to just glorify war. Uh, this this did the same thing without actually glorifying, you know, the elements and what people go through when they're, you know, I fighting. And I don't know if I agree with that comparison, intern. I think anyway, uh, the Mel Gibson movie's got some heavy uh, religious undertones and that Mel Gibson self-righteous nonsense. Garbage. And, and the Revenant movie is more about just survivalist mentality and also i'm really enjoying my hockey reference when i say that dicaprio scored a dirty goal (laughs) he got he got Uh, into the dirty areas you know he got into the crease you know he got in front of the goalie made it happen did a tip 
Um, if you like uh, face and body acting, this one's for you. Mm-hmm. Or just seeing like just egregious wounding. <laughs> yeah. Lots of people, I've been listening to a, d- a few different podcasts and people are like, do you really think that DiCaprio deserved to win? And I really think DiCaprio deserved to win. Well, he put, him th- put himself through fucking hell. And he honestly, I think, probably deserved it. You know, it, it could have gone his way with Aviator. It could have gone his way with other movies too. It's fine. Whatever. Now he's got it. People can stop talking about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did basically get humped in the snow by Andy Circus. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that bear scene. Because, yeah. and, because Andy Circus does every stop motion thing. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Oh, oh, you need an ape? Oh, well, get, that hey. I probably went to Andy Circus's school. Give Andy a call. It's <laughs> yeah. fine. So no, 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 no. He can, he can do Tyrannosaurus robot. He's good. He can do everything. Just, call him. Just give him a call. Theodore Rex should have been him. Oh, remake. Theodore Rex remake. Fuck. Uh, I, I'll say this. When Revenant came out, I watched it. I engaged it. I enjoyed it. I appreciated the camera and all the effort they went to. But I will never watch that fucking movie ever again. Probably. That's too bad. So long, dude. Yeah. Look, yeah. if you want to enjoy cinematography, put on a Terrence Malick movie. And you'll get what you want. just watch Gravity. Oh, my God. Can we move on? Winner of the episode... Anomalisa. That movie. Uh, the first time I watched it, I, I didn't really enjoy it that much. But on second viewing, like your Kaufman reference um, with her, it's pretty uh, pretty accurate, actually. Um, Nathan, you were Carly Kaufman excited. Or Carly Choffman. Carly Choffman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, you're consistently creepy voice excited for Tom Noonan, mm, who plays nice. everyone else. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Chelsea wanted to see some clay tits excited, and uh, I was just excited. And on second viewing, uh, this this movie is is special. Uh, I suggest everyone watch it again if you watched it only once, and just enjoy it. Does that? Did we all win? Everyone gets a point. So it's yeah. one to one to one to one, which means we all get a foursome of uh, victory here. This doesn't create enough animosity. I know. Also. There's going to be a long period where I'm not on very many episodes, so I'm at a disadvantage. Oh, it'll change to show the uh, episodes mm-hmm. that you're a part of. Okay, so it'll, so be it'll like, still be a percentage. So y'all are at like one out of one right now. and then Everyone's be- at 100%. Yeah. Hmm. Everybody's That's- at 100% right now. We're all a team. It's very community. It reeks yeah. of community. The last two episodes, 82 and 81, I think everyone picked the same excited and worried are you trying to be, make everybody be nicer to each other? Also, no. No. I'm, I'm on, I'm on to you, wrong, you Nathan, snake. I will rub it in your face. Okay. <laughs> like a piece of poo on an insect bite. Like a shit knife that's been frozen for a little while. Like a dildo you've been, in a You've third. been homogenizing these episodes, Nathan, with your, oh, what? Are you going to piss all over this excited party that we're all having? And your little snide, little persuasive dealings. Yeah, it's in his, his journey, his like quest for a <laughs> silver shard from everyone that he yep. just like ruins yeah. the back and forth. I'm never gonna rein in these psychos. We hey. have to manufacture this. <laughs> I just, I just like to piss on everybody's positive party that they're having. All right. <laughs> Look, intern, it's fine. You know what? You, you rub shit on whatever you want to rub shit on. 
Oh, I will. You shove a dildo into whichever. I'll pretend you've got mosquito bites all over your face. Whichever. Your mouth. Whichever kangaroo vagina you want to shove that into, you go right ahead. All three. Middle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all three. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Well, thanks for coming, everybody. Uh, Anybody got anything they want to talk about? Hey, intern, do you want to ruin Baby Driver for Daniel and Amanda? Go watch it. Daniel's not going to see it, so. Daniel, go watch it. Daniel's she's, not, she's going to see it without me. Why? Daniel, go watch it. She It's her decision. Because I have a life outside of this man. Well, go watch it separately. What? Wait, why is why is Daniel not watching Baby Driver? That's what I said. This is actually a moment between us where she was like, I'm going to go see Baby Driver with so-and-so on Monday. I was like, that seems like a movie we would watch together. Really? Well, this makes me think that she thinks you're going to bring the experience down. In some way. Can you explain that? I just, other people, somebody else asked me to go to the movies and I said yes. Oh, well, that's different. Somebody has invited her out on an excursion and she has accepted. Oh, all is, up on her high horse. About no, 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 no. This cheating is cheating and sharing no, attention no, no. for her. No, this but. is an honorable decision that she is making because she accepted an invitation. That is different. I'm, Daniel, I'm it's okay. It's time to do what that. I do go to the movies alone, double feature, Dan- masturbate in the dark. Daniel. Daniel. alone. Going to a movie alone, do you know the kind of like, you know, universal significant impact moment that would need to occur for that to even happen? I saw... First, you'd be in public with other people. I saw that Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg cop movie in the theater by myself. (laughs) What? Yeah. Are you serious? Yep. Like the the dad's home? No, 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 no. no, The other guys or something? The other guys, then they're cops. Is that the only movie you've ever watched by yourself? No, I've seen I've seen quite a few. When I was living in Austin, I saw quite a few. Really? Because I've painted this picture of you as someone that doesn't go to a movie unless he's forced to. It became that way. Yeah. Will you be viewing Baby Driver in the theater by yourself? Yeah, I guess I have to now. No, he won't. Is that a commitment from you? Am I receiving a commitment? I'll be viewing that movie in the theater. Okay. As a Maybe Amanda will want to go twice. <laughs> Interesting. <sighs> Good night, everybody. Um, I haven't seen Okja yet. Dale, have you seen Okja? Nope. Okay. Intern, you have, and you said it I, was... I have seen Okja, yes. Right. And it was because Jake Gyllenhaal was in it? That's why you enjoyed it? Uh, no, I was just excited to watch a weird movie. The critic review I read of it said that Jake was a weakness. Well, it Uh-oh. takes... Uh, most of the... There's him and Tilda Swinton both do an accent thing, where it's definitely not like their natural voice. And once you get past that, it's fantastic. Okay, did but you destroy that critic on Twitter, Nathan? Did <laughs> <laughs> uh, intern, be careful here moving forward. Did you w- would you evaluate Jake Gyllenhaal as a positive contribution <laughs> to the movie or a negative contribution? I don't think he's in it long enough to to matter. Yeah, what movies that don't contain part. Jake Gyllenhaal should <laughs> should I'd he have been in Jurassic World? Jurassic World Part Two, you mean? <laughs> Jurassic Worlder. Jeff Goldblum's going to be in the second Jurassic World. I'm very excited. Is he bring back his black daughter? Nature finds a way. <laughs> Are you talking about the gymnast? Yeah. <laughs> the Velociraptor wrestler? Mm. Gymnast? It's I'm been feeling, a pleasure, boys. I'm feeling separation anxiety. Someone else is going to have to do the outro. Oh, we already, already did it. <sighs> do it again. That's not true. Sadsackstudios.com, trailerparkpodcast.com, at tparkpodcast, at 100lunatics, at the intern TPP. This has been a presentation of Sad Sack Studios. This is Trailer Park Podcast. This is 
or was the greatest lineup that you've ever seen. SetSideStudios.com. And until next time, when Daniel horrifies you with another sexual position that is beyond mm. imagination. The 83. You might have to censor this one. That was the year I was born. Stare at each other until you come. Without moving. Without moving. <laughs> it's very, like, tantric. It's yeah. super tantric, yeah. No, You're literally getting off yes. on, like, the dilation of your their, your partner's pupils. I immediately started thinking about Hank Azaria in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Or fall asleep jerking off and crying to like your phone underneath the covers lit in the dark of just Jake Gyllenhaal shots. Hey, hey, that was a low blow. That was a low blow. <laughs> hey, Jake. Hey. Hey, hey, Jake. Hey. Jake. <laughs> <laughs>